Hey, what's happening? I'm Miles Kennedy, and you're watching CMS TV. Back here on Chris Aiken Presents. Chris Aiken with you here. And joining me today, he's the drummer of Camelot. He's the drummer of Mekong Delta. He's the drummer of 4,000 other bands, I think, that you've heard over time. But we're not here to talk about bands so much, I guess. We're, we're here to talk about something new that I find exciting. He's launching a brand new app. Uh, I don't know that we'll say, for now, until he explains it, we'll say a competitor of sorts to the to the Spotify world out there. But um, it has a better interest for the bands, and I love that. As you guys know, I have my own business that tries to help the bands. So I invited him on to uh, talk all about it. He is, like I said, the drummer of Camelot. He is Alex Landenberg. Alex, how are you, man? Hey, I'm good, Chris. Hi. Thank you for having me on the show. That's so awesome absolutely man well dude honestly i don't even remember where i saw about rock maybe it was on um maybe it was on facebook or somewhere but it, it passed through my through my eyes and as i told you you know when we were emailing during the week i too started a business designed a hundred percent to try and help bands get their money and and i know i know for the common fan the common person out there thinks, well, you know, these guys are getting 10 zillion plays and I see cool videos of them with big stages and they must they all be rich. They <laughs> must be loaded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just not that way. And what I have found just from doing my business so far is no one's getting paid the way they should be. And I do mean yeah. we're working That's with some of the biggest names that in the world guys that have sold tens and 20 or 50 million records and are getting checks for 50 and a hundred dollars a month, which is just mm. ludicrous. And, and I know I'm talking a lot here, but it, the reasoning that it gets to that is several one, it's the legal, the legal is incredibly difficult to figure out, which I'm sure you can shed some light on that way. I, I can attest to that. Yeah. But the other is that the platforms that are currently out there, are designed i mean they're not illegal they're they're designed by contract but the contract is terrible for the artists it's not terrible for the labels but it's very terrible for the artists so let's start there we're going to talk about your um we're going to start right off talking about your um 
your platform that you're getting ready to launch in 2024. It's called Rock. Here's the website for it. It's rock-app.com if people want to check it out. And Alex, let, let's dig into this, man. Let's let's yeah. start with what is Rock? When did you decide to put it together? And where are you at with putting it together? Yeah, all right. So, uh, well, first of all, Rock is basically, it's, it's a music streaming platform. Okay. So much like Spotify, like Apple Music, Tidal, it's not brand new in that regard. Uh, we're not reinventing the wheel here. The difference, however, is we are clearly targeting a rock and metal audience. This is made for the rock and metal fan, and it's Excellent. made by rock and metal fans because we're still fans. You know, I'm still I'm I'm a musician, but mm -hmm. I'm still a fan, and that that goes for all of us. And the main purpose, or the reason why we started doing this, is exactly you know what you've been talking about now nobody's really making money and even if people are making money or they are as fortunate as i am to be able to make a living of music it doesn't mean that we are getting the money we should be getting like it's you know it's it's a fraction of what what we should be making right. and what people used to to make also when people were still buying records because that's all they were able to do back then and um yeah, this has been three years in the making, basically. We, okay. um, a friend of mine and I, Peter Peter Moak, we've been friends since high school, basically. Um, we were he has a band too, and we were talking about the whole streaming situation, and that was during the pandemic. And back then, I realized, okay, now we cannot even play live anymore, you know. Right. And now it now it really backfires that we gave up on the idea of making money with recorded music that we kind of accepted okay we're not actually making money on that we're making money on the road we can make a living doing that but then suddenly we couldn't couldn't even do that anymore and that's when it dawned uh you know i mean that we should be doing something somebody has to do something about this and you know most often it's better to to do it you know yourself than, than waiting around for others sure you know, to do something so we we took the initiative and we're trying to change something. And Peter comes from this typical IT background. So he, he had an app already that was quite successful that dealt with our artificial intelligence. Okay. And so he has that background and he had the, the team of programmers still. And he had these kinds of connections also sure. to investors. And I could do the whole music thing with the labels and distributions and all that. And still, it took three years to get to this point. Now, what's this point? Well, what's happening is we are ready to launch in Europe and the UK. Unfortunately, we're not launching in North America just yet. Okay. Uh, by the way, this is also what Spotify did back in the day. Sure. Not that uncommon. The reason, I mean, I, I wish we would be launching in the States and in Canada already. Obviously, I, I love the States and I love Canada. And, um, and there's so many great metal fans and there's such a great audience. It's just it's really for money reasons. Uh, sure. It was so hard to get the rights to do this in, in Europe and in, in the UK and to add this huge market of North America to it would have cost so much money. It was just not in the cards. We were we're happy we can do this now in Europe and hopefully it will be successful enough. Everybody thinks we will be. Hopefully they're right. And then we will absolutely roll it out in the States and in Canada. So that's that's the plan for now. And also in other territories, Australia, sure. Japan south america you know sure well you know you're talking about the money and, and it's weird that you, the way you told that story is could not be a more of a carbon copy of myself and johnny gioelli starting starving artist 
Same exact thing. He hit the pandemic, couldn't make money, and yeah. was like, why am I not getting what I should be getting for the yeah. for the work that I've done? And that's where he researched and discovered the secret sauce of getting the money, you know? And I, I don't, I, I know, you know, this is the weird thing to talk about this with fans because let's be honest, the fans kind of don't care. You know, they really, and, and nor should they, to be uh, to no, be honest no, about they, it, nor yeah. should they. You it's know, not their I, job, exactly. No, yeah, their no. job is to say, man, I'm listening to this this song, who's the band? Oh, it's Camelot, I like it, save, and keep it in their playlist or, or whatever. Yeah, That's absolutely. their job. It's their, their job is definitely not to be, man, I want to support this band, but I got to do it on the platform that pays them the most, and blah, you know. That stuff is not their their job. So for you, as you've designed this, how how have you designed it so that you play the right way to the fans, but at the same time are balancing it to the artists? Yeah, that's an excellent question. As you, yeah, you are perfectly right. Uh, it's not the the job of the fans to to, to even think about these things. You know, sure. um, they they are doing quote unquote their job uh, you know by going to see a band play live and they are supporting us already you know basically as much as they can right now and it's as you said it's not their job to think about that so for the fans i still think that the existing platforms are not a particularly great experience for a rock and metal fan they are very much on the surface of um you know of, of artist biographies of details of genres like everything is either rock or metal or at most maybe it's like they come up with death or thrash like but it never gets deeper than that sure and the, the playlists are often not you know you can tell that there's not much love for the for the genre sure but, you know it's just another genre for them it, it doesn't really matter and on the contrary we all know that especially rock and metal fans it's it's a community and people care about the music and they they care about the artwork they want to know what studio was this recorded who produced it they care about you know facts like mm -hmm. what other band is this guy playing and like it's like they really care about the music and we want to give them a platform where you can dig into these things and you can you know read about all the details get detailed long artist biographies you can link through other things you can search by you can even you know this is this might not be a, a feature at launch but we are planning to uh, to make it possible for people to to search by you know by um the tempo of the song or even by the key that the song is in oh, wow. like for musicians so many of of metal and rock fans are also musicians so you can search a song in a specific key just to play along like stuff like that we we really want to you know go into detail there and just deliver a better performance there also in terms of sound now, I got to be honest, uh, Tidal or Apple, they do sound really good. These are two. Mm -hmm. But Spotify doesn't really sound all that great. It's mm -hmm. not too much of an issue, you know, if you're out on the, whatever, like, you know, having a, a jog or you're on the beach or something, you're listening to in, with earbuds, you won't be able to tell the difference. But if you're listening on a good stereo or really good headphones, you can already tell that it's not a, a great quality. And so we're doing that. We're delivering the best lossy quality that you can which is right on par with Tidal or, or Deezer okay. for that matter. Very and this cool. is also very important to me. Sure. Well, and, and that's it. And, and you're so right. Like with Spotify, 
Yeah, Spotify, if you're kicking around at home or whatever, just, you know, playing it on your phone, you know, with a with a pair of earbuds, it sounds good enough. Yes. You know, you can you can listen to Megadeth and know that it's Megadeth. But yes. man, when you hit it in your car, for me, when I hit it in my car, it's got that on all the high parts of it and i hear it you know it, it is of course you do yeah, yeah. And, and and it does make for a for a less good experience and i think people just are kind of like well it's only 10 bucks whatever you know yeah, sure, sure. yeah you know but one of the things one of the things that i've always had a criticism about all of the platforms with is other than Bandcamp, which I don't know if we should even mm. count Bandcamp into this, but they don't encourage anything other than listening. You know, yeah. you know, there's no, you guys have to be on the road. So it would be really helpful if on every Camelot um, thing, there was a, I don't know, a bands in town or something that just says, hey, yeah. Camelot's going to be here, or, you know, or... <laughs> A little merch store where you where you could sell you know a t-shirt or something you know yeah. just something that that facilitates and the the platforms that are currently out there they again i think they're a business about their their business they're not a business about yeah. about their artists that make their business and yeah. i think that I mean, and they're doing well i mean i get it on spotify sure. or it it's a, that's a completely different business you know they are that's a massive product and you know a company like that is all about growth it's just mm -hmm. about you know getting more and more customers and that's how they look at people it's not music i, mean, I don't want to be harsh but it's a it's the reality no it it's is users it's customers we are looking at at the people who will hopefully be using our platform those are fans those are other music fans other metal and rock fans and it's super important so that's obviously we want to link to the to the to the you know merch stores of the bands we want to help with these things tour dates um playlists for a tour like two or three bands playing together you can have a playlist for that tour so you sure. drive up to the show and you can just get you know acquainted with the with the songs of the opening act just mm -hmm. with it it's little things like that there's so much you can do community sure. so obviously this is something that people will have to allow us right like the people using our platform will they will be able to say no i don't want that but those that want can connect with other people that listen to the same stuff so it's going to be something like hey there's a dude 20 miles you know down the road who's listening to the exact same stuff you do here's their contact you know get in right. touch with the dude right like we can do these things like uh, at least if people allow us to do them like you know sure. legally but i think that's great you know that's how i met all my friends when i was a kid mm -hmm. and they were still my friends that's that's how we you know where we bonded sure. and there's so much you can do and there's so little that they are doing right now with all these opportunities you know yeah well and, and that's and, and you know why it's because they'd have to spend money to do it and they're already making fists full of money so yeah. why do it yeah of course and that what they are doing like again like it's not my my place to criticize and i also don't want to talk about artists too much but if you look at something like spotify they are like these super expensive podcasts, Joe Rogan experience, stuff like mm -hmm. that, you know, you can tell that that's geared towards a general audience. And I get that because that's, that's what the, you know, what their product is or like Jersey uh, advertisements with like big soccer teams in Europe. Like, um, they, they spent something like, I think over 300 million euros for FC Barcelona, Spanish soccer team. Sure. You know, I mean, I get it. They, that's, that's, you know, that's marketing for them, but, our thing is, and I think this is super important, 
we take that marketing part that we have because that's the only flexible part of money we have in the company. Sure. And we want to put that towards the band. So we are doing this direct artist support thing. And I think we should talk about that for a second. So sure. uh, our plan is to to give artists a chance to register with us and then they'll get a, their personalized link. And once a fan signs up through that link, 10% of the subscription after taxes, though, but 10% will be allocated to that particular band for one year, 100%. Now we've had a lot of fans who were like, but I want to be able to choose a band like maybe later down the road. So now we're thinking of uh, reducing the the fixed part to 5% in the second year and giving the chance to to allocate the remaining, reallocate the remaining 5% to a different band or a charity. But it's still going to be that 10% okay. that will go directly somewhere where it helps, you know? Sure. And again, that's coming from our end. But I think this is... This is a, it's a brilliant way because you see, even if we manage to uh, to pay better royalties in the beginning, unless we have a lot of users, that is not going to make too much of a difference. Sure. Just because because it's a number game, you know, like you get more per stream, but it's not all so many people streaming in that right. moment, right? But that ten percent direct art support, this is going to immediately help artists sure. and on every level of their career, like for a smaller band. Making two, three hundred bucks a month extra. Well, that's your rehearsal space paid mm -hmm. for, you know. Right. I get it, it. It's always going to help directly, and that's the whole idea about that. Sure. Now, how will this work? As far as I know, I know you said that bands can get their own personal link. Will is is it going to be sort of the the general model that that is out there now, where you'll bring in the first 10 million record you know 10 million songs that are already out there or are you going to be doing it where you have to have direct contact with each band and they have to sign up in order to be on rock no no i mean this is not about the the music rights right like so mm -hmm. the music will be on the platform okay uh, this is really just about getting that that specific link through which okay. the fans can sign up but the sure. music that that's handled somewhere else you have to to handle that with the digital distributions sure which uh, in the case of the big labels they're doing that themselves and then there is actually digital distributors who are handling this and this is also ironically um we, we i mean we designed this whole thing with the underground and with smaller bands in mind but of course you don't have a a and a rock or metal app if you don't have metallica or slayer or you know right. you have to have the big eggs sure and we knew this would be the hardest part so we started top down and so basically now we have all the majors and we have the big indies and now we are actually still working on getting all the indies on board so with them it's not a matter of do they want or not it's just a matter it's so much work and it takes time to get them mm -hmm. all you know on board so it might take a, a couple months after public launch for us to have everything like literally everything people want to hear but people can sure. always do the, the trial month and they can always see are the bands on the service that i want to listen to and if not they they just you know they you know they wait and and can come back when we have right. everything sure but we will have i'd say probably 95 percent of what spotify has from the sure. now i i keep seeing alex a um a I don't know if it's a trend yet, but it's something that's starting. They keep talking about streaming 2.0 and call me conspiracy theorist all you want, but I've been noticing specific, I'll point to a specific label. And if you know something, please share. 
Century Media, definitely mm-hmm. a metal label, they all of a sudden in the last two months, they're moving everything they have from their whole 30 years, 40 years, whatever it is of history over to Bandcamp, which mm-hmm. does not pay royalties, you know, but does give the, give the closer artist artist thing you know artists artists can use it better is that a move that is 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 that the kind of moves that we're going to start seeing across the spectrum because bands are tired of not getting paid what they should be getting paid so they they'd rather get nothing because you guys all like you said at the beginning of the interview you've already accepted that there's nothing to make yeah exactly but if you at least if you're on a band camp or like you said with rock you'll be able to make some money from merch, from tur- tickets, from from yeah. other avenues, just because you'll have a captive audience. Is that is that kind of where this, this industry is going? That's a brilliant question. I guess, I guess a, a huge part of it will go there, absolutely. I, I, I think the divide is going to be with the extremely successful bands. I mean, there are still like these super big bands, obviously, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And for them, the the current model also still works. But um, I think anybody else is looking at these numbers and it's like, well, the, all these numbers are super nice. Like I have my Spotify wrapped at the end of the year, but you know, there's no money in, in, in coming from this, and that that just doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. So yeah, I think it's it's a trend that we're seeing, okay. and hopefully, you know, hopefully we can be a big part of this. And this sure. is also something like if we ultimately if if for what if we are getting so successful that the big ones will start to to do something about you know their payments and all that and the way that they they pay artists that will be the biggest win for us even if that you know if then a, a huge part of our you know selling proposition might be gone but that you know for for the greater good this would be amazing if we could start something there and i think it's you, you have to start somewhere, you know, you have to show it is possible and you can't put the focus on that. Right. But still giving the fans a great app. That's still number one. Absolutely. Now, how do you, how do you combat the big labels trying to do what they've done with everybody else to, to your app, meaning taking the bulk of the money and letting them distribute it any way they choose to, to the artists. Okay. So, the, here's what 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 happened with uh, with Spotify and all, all all the others. What happened there is it's not just the, the, that the big labels did that like overall, but what they have is they have a very very small group of artists, like it's less than one percent of artists, or if you want to call them artists, are uh, you know getting ninety percent of the streams. Right. That's that's the reality we have nowadays, and that is the whole reason for the low, you know, per play rates that you have on the platforms. Because the only way of doing, of you know, achieving this is cross-financing. So a lot of the money that people pay will actually eventually go somewhere else because these massive amounts, billions and billions of streams, have to be paid for. And with our with our service, it's just not going to happen because we don't cater to this kind of audience. Right. Like, you know, it, it sounds bad, but like you know what I mean when I say like regular people, like non like. People that don't really care about music or yeah. are just listening to, you know, whatever, whatever playlist is like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, going on at the moment. 
they have no incentive of, of, of coming on our platform. Our platform is for music fans, and music fans are not going to listen to these songs. So we will simply, we will not have these inflated streams for these few artists. Okay. So automatically, the distribution of the money will be more even. And there's nothing that the labels or anybody can do about it. It's something that the market will handle. And the market, in our case, are these music fans that are listening to other kinds of music. Right. That's the whole, actually, that's, that's the whole trick already. Sure. Mm -hmm. no, what, but what's hard to understand something for people like, but why are you like, you know, doing the specific rock and metal platform, but you still have all kinds of music on there. Not a, it's actually super important because this is the only way of achieving this result in the current model. Right. By, because this is what happened back in the day with, with, um, you know, record stores, like there were the, the, the typical rock and metal record stores. And people went there or the labels that were rock mm -hmm. and metal labels, you know? Yeah. That's how, that's how it always worked. And we're kind of bringing that back by creating this genre specific streaming service. Right on, man. Well, one of the questions that I've asked 9,000 bands, I mean, literally every band is why they put their entire record on these platforms. They all, they all tell me every to a man, every one of them says, well, I don't make dick from Spotify or, or yeah. Apple or YouTube or whatever. And my question is always, well, why do you give them the whole record? And I get the old stuff that kind of fell under the contract of, you know, yeah. what record company X, whatever it is, but their newer stuff, you know, why does a Megadeth put out, put their full album up? Why don't they put up four songs and if you subscribe to a sub to a place like rock then you can get the whole record or even like spotify or whatever but yeah, nobody yeah, can the answer i always commonly get is you gotta be where everybody else is which to me is a lazy cop-out but you know maybe maybe you as somebody that's trying to build something like this do you see a place where bands might do something like that on your app say say putting up four songs on a 10 song record and if they want if they want the full thing well then they can maybe sign up to i don't know rock premium or something that would yeah. that would give them that do you see something like that as maybe a potential not only for your platform but also for bands to increase interest and increase revenue yeah i would love to do this um but there is there's a few problems attached to that. Like, okay. I'm not saying we, we will not be able to do something like this because we are thinking about these things. Because sure. why are we thinking about this? The, because the problem starts already with that low subscription. And I get it that back in the day, let's so say we're talking 10 bucks, right, mm -hmm. a month. And I get it that at the time that they, they created Spotify, the alternative was nothing. Like, people right. were pirating music. And they were like, okay, 10 bucks is better than nothing. And if people are getting it for free, then we can only ask so much. And I totally get that, right? Mm -hmm. The problem though is that you can't make money out of thin air. So you only have these 10 euros to, or $10 to distribute. And that's not a whole lot of money. Think about back to the right. days when people were actually buying records. Me as a kid still, like 10, 10, 10 bucks a month. I mean, that's, we, I, I, I put all my pocket money, everything I had as a kid towards records. And that was easy still like four or five times the, the money and I whatever and I did whatever little job I could do or something to get more money and, and I put it all into music and I and I, there was nothing wrong about it I, I never felt like sure. I was wasting any of it that that was the way it was now it's just ten bucks 
So you are absolutely right. We have to find ways of actually getting more money into the system to make it work. But on the other hand, you have these, these platforms now and that price is established. And to do this, you would have to do this across all platforms, I guess. Let's, let's say we start doing this now. Mm. Suddenly you don't get the whole Megadeth record. You only get half of it. Then a lot yeah. of people will be like, well, maybe, maybe they're not just, just go back to Apple Music or Spotify because they're after the mm -hmm. whole record. And that's the, that's the problem there, unless everybody's doing it. Like, I don't think yeah. it's going to happen. So it would be smart on the band's end if, and that's the next thing, if they can do it. Now, does the record contract allow them to mm -hmm. do this? There's always so much legal stuff in, involved there. Sure. But I think it would be a smart move for the industry in general to do something like this. It's a little bit like the bonus tracks, if you think about mm -hmm. it. That's like, yeah. you know, giving incentive to buy a, an album or a certain version of an album, putting on bonus tracks. Right. This would be the digital equivalent of that. Absolutely. Yeah, be very smart. Yeah. It would be. Well, dude, how can people, fans, support rock? And where should we tell them to go to support you as you guys get started? Yes, that's that's a great question. So, like I said, un unfortunately, we're not launching in the States and Canada just yet. Okay. Still, it would be extremely appreciated if my you know, American friends and fans share the platform, talk about it. And because that's eventually going to help bring it to the, to, you know, to North America. And uh, what we did on the, on this specific Indiegogo campaign, we did this thing that we call moral support and it's just one buck. And this is just um, to show people like uh, to, to give us numbers to show our industry partners. There are people who care. Okay. So even if this is financially, this is not like the, the one, you know, dollar is not going to do much financially for us, but the, it symbolizes something and the meaning behind it that's doing something that's doing much more than the money itself like showing there are people who care so this is something people can do or just share it share it talk about it and uh, this way helping us to make the successful in europe and then eventually bring it over to north america and is the easiest way to do that to go to rock-app.com or is there a better place to go or it's probably easiest actually to go on our social media like facebook or instagram Okay. You will always find us. But yeah, Rock App is a good starting point. Um, the, the website. And then from there, it's, it's taking you to the Indiegogo campaign also immediately. And okay. yeah, exactly. So if you click on that, you know, banner up there, you're going to, you'll be redirected to the, to the campaign. There's videos on there. People can share them, like them, watch them. Like it's all these little things that seem silly, maybe. Sure. But they make a big difference. Just liking our YouTube channel or following our channel, liking the videos, everything helps. Because everything sends a signal. There are people who care, you know? Absolutely. And everybody should care because, you know, again, while, while we did say at the beginning of this that, you know, it's not really up to the fans to pay attention to any of this, if they don't, there's not going to be any bands anymore. You know, you're you're only going to have the old guys and they're not going to be around that much longer so they're not going to be around forever and and you'll be left with ai generated crap at some point yeah and only old music so if you, that's the that's the whole point yes of course because in the long run you know for for musicians to keep on creating music they have to be able to make somewhat of a living with it absolutely if we can just contribute a little bit to this and you know that's a big help and just think about it i mean Let's say just to put a, a number there, like let's say somebody makes 700 bucks a month on their music monthly and we managed to triple that. But well, that's the difference between having to work a side job or not. Yeah. 
and and not working one or two side jobs suddenly you have time to focus on the music well that creates better music that's you know right that's on just what it is so sure um but as you said uh it's it's you know it's also very important that it's a great platform that people can enjoy it have fun browsing on it and and let's see how we do this. I think we can probably make it uh, accessible from from North America, just not usable. I mean, in a way that you can you can see. Okay, everything is on there. You can just sure. not stream more than fifteen seconds or something like that. Even while we're not launched, I think this is something that we could probably legally get away with. Okay, and then hopefully we can launch soon. Very and, good, man. And also, of course, I mean, everybody is welcome to to still get like a more expensive perk. It's just that we. I'm not super comfortable with that because I don't know how long it's going to take for us to to launch sure. in North America. So I don't want people spending money now and then sitting and waiting. Right. So I'd rather have them do that one buck at most, sign up for the newsletter or something like that. And then when we get to North America, that's the moment to take like real action. Very good, man. Well, dude, real quick, just because I cannot interview any any musician without asking them about their band, what is going on sure. with Camelot, and um, where where are you guys at with that? I know you you put out a record fairly recently. Um, yes. what, what, are you guys still working that? Or are you putting together ideas for the next one? Where are you at with that? No, no, we'll, we'll be touring that one for quite a while still. Like, actually, I just had Thomas on the phone, uh, Thomas Youngblood, and. I guess it's still. When is this going to air? This is tonight. Tonight. Okay. Yeah. Then I. I'm, then I can. Then I shouldn't mention the tour dates yet. But we're working <laughs> on on new tour dates. Okay. And also in uh, you know in North America and in Europe. And I think there's going to be lots of touring in 24, and new record probably 25. So 24 is still going to be totally dedicated to to the awakening, and um, I think it's. I'm, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to playing more songs of that. People really, you know, took well to that record. We got some great feedback. It was my first record with a band, studio right. record with a band, studio album. And uh, so I'm, I'm super psyched about it. It was really, really fantastic. Sure. So I can't wait to, to play more in that. Uh, were you surprised at the 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 feedback or the the appreciation that the American fans have for that kind of music because i'm all i am a big believer that there is a fan base for it but it's so spread out that it does you know they need a prog power so that everybody gets together in one yeah. place to hear it <clears throat> were you were you surprised at at the feedback i gotta be honest it was like so when i am <clears throat> for the first time in the states i was always under the impression that they were bigger in europe than they are in the states sure but i was pleasantly surprised how well the band is doing how much did i get great feedback that you know in that great metal community that is there for the specific kind of, of music also you know i know always i mean there was always a great metal community in the states but also for this you know power metal progressive metal melodic metal all that there's a great scene but yeah brock power is mecca i mean i love it it's like it's it's you know a gift to have brock power it's really wonderful absolutely that's the heart man. that's to me the heart of uh of heavy metal and, and North America. Absolutely. Community. Yeah. No doubt about it, man. Well, dude, lots of exciting stuff for you, man. Um, of course, Camelot will be somewhere around here. Keep an eye out for that. And uh, and I cannot say enough, man. I, I hope everybody supports Rock. It's rock-app.com. That's R-O-K-K. Go okay. spend a buck. It's one freaking dollar, for God's sakes. You can, every one of you can, will waste a dollar today. So, even if you don't consider it a waste, 
put a dollar up there over over for rock and dude obviously as this thing progresses the door is wide open and you know whatever we can do to help out we are happy to because we want to support the artists man dude i really hope next time we talk you know we're going to launch in the states and that's going to be a thing we're talking about that would be really really amazing but of course i'm 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 here to talk to you anytime. Like I, I really enjoy this. Absolutely. I, my excuse if I have a little more eye bags than usually and look a little tired. I, you know, my, some of you will know that I became a father of you know twin boys just a couple of months ago, and nice. You know, sleep sleep is a thing of the past <laughs> for the moment. So. <laughs> well, and you'll never get it back either, man. Let me just tell you, as somebody that also has twins, it never comes back. I still don't sleep much. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I can imagine that. Nice. Well, Alex, uh, great stuff, man. Rock is coming soon. It's going to help the artists make more of their money. And, dude, thanks so much for joining us here on Chris Aiken Presents. Thank, thank you so much, man. Thanks. going on everybody it is chris aiken and i wanted to remind you that this book even though it's green screening out a little bit uh cause and effect motley crew still available it's a great book it's about the 94 album that motley crew did with john karabi on vocals it's um it's a definitely a, a record that split the the audience and um whether you like it or hate it you'll like the book though because i tell some funny stories about some crazy and stupid shit that i did listening to this record so it's it's a fun read it's definitely cool um make sure you check it out it's available now at chrisaiken.net or on amazon and let me tell you a secret if you buy the audiobook of it on amazon uh you also get an interview that i did with vocalist john karabi so check it out um cause and effect motley crew get it today <laughs>